Willkommen, this is Julia. And this is Shane. And this is Think Plant-Based. Think Plant-Based. Make sure to check out recipes, health tips, travel tips at www.thinkplantbased.com. And we're officially on iTunes, so please rate and write us a review on iTunes. Write us a review. Give us... Two stars, three stars, maybe five stars. Let us know. Oh, for sure, Let's, five. Yeah, I mean, who would give us two stars anyways, yeah. right? But yeah, make sure to do that because that's how we get found. We are also on YouTube. Check us out and find us on Think Plant Based. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome. And we have a very special guest today, we all the do. way from Vancouver, Canada. So close. Yeah. Hi, neighbor. Hi, Sandra. Sandra. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm a longtime listener of your pod, oh, so really honored so to be a guest here. Yeah. Oh, what a pleasure to have you. Yeah. And yeah, please tell the listeners more about yourself. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sort of a native Vancouverite. I was born in Montreal, but my family moved here uh, right after I was born. Um, uh, yeah, I got my degree in, in English literature and film studies. And right after that, um, uh, yeah, got into public relations, ran a PR agency for just over 10 years. And when I closed that company, that was right around the time I went vegan, which was an 11 year journey. It took me a while to get here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll be almost, uh, yeah, um, it'll be five years as a vegan in April of this year. And uh, yeah, I've since started a new business in 2020 as the content doctor. So I'm a content writer, marketing consultant for uh, primarily vegan businesses. Uh, and I also help authors uh, with a number of services, obviously would love to work with more vegan authors. But uh, right now I'm open to to all sorts of authors. And then um, yeah, published my second book, the world's first vegan marketing book, vegan marketing success story. Oh, nice, nice. Congrats. Um, and yeah, Congrats. thank you. And uh, so so that came out in November. And uh, yeah, that's sort of the, the big project that I've been working on for the past year. Um, and yeah, and so, it's, so it's out in the world now and and now just doing all of these, yeah, kind of post-launch post interviews to get it out there further. That's awesome. That's super exciting. Yeah. And how did your vegan journey all began? Yeah, tell <laughs> listeners how you started it. How did it, it. begin? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so it, it started with watching Earthlings at the end of 2007. Um, yeah, all the vegans will know this, free oh, to watch yeah. online. And it, yeah, it just really impacted me. I, I, I kind of had heard about veganism before that and, and knew like, oh, yeah, like that's that would be the most ethical way to live. But it just did not even cross my mind to pursue it because it just seemed like such a hard thing to do. Right. Um, but after watching that, yeah, so it took me a couple of years to cut meat out of my diet. And then for a good chunk of time, I was still technically pescatarian. So eating some seafood, some dairy. But I really... Um, learn to cook um, either vegan or vegetarian during the week. So that was sort of my routine. And then when I went out on weekends, sometimes I would get like fish and chips or uh, the fish option and, and, and that sort of thing. Right. Um, and then my, my husband and I went on our honeymoon to New York City in 2017 and ate at uh, Iron Chef Morimoto's restaurant. And I had the best seafood meal of my life there. And I was like, it's not going to get any better than this. So I'm going to leave on a high note. <laughs> and that was my last seafood meal. And then from there, it was just dairy. So, you know, pizza and ice cream. 
some of my favorite foods, found that the hardest to give up. Um, but for, for many years before this, I was, yeah, I had this undiagnosed digest, um, digestive condition. Um, I've done so many tests for it and, and yeah, my, my health team just was never able to figure out what it was. And, um, so yeah, just, I had this one horrible bout of acid reflux, um, in the spring of 2018 and went back to my naturopath and she said, you know what, let's try a food sensitivity test. So I took this test, found out I was sensitive to dairy, which later on I would find out most people of color are. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people. And, uh, yeah. Two thirds, I think, in the yeah. World. So after, after cleansing dairy, among other things for, for four months, I was like, well, I was able to do it for four months. So I can, yeah, I, I'm, I'm confident I can do it forever now. And, and being vegan was always the goal, you know, after all these years. So, um, yeah, so that was, so that's the date that I sort of count from spring 2018. That's great. Nice. Cause like usually you hear like, oh yeah, just do a cleanse for four months and then you can just go back eating dairy again. Right. Yeah. But you were smart yeah, enough to yeah. realize actually that's the way to go for me to stay healthy. Right. Because usually, yeah, you hear people yeah. just go on a four month or a month, but then they find it hard and they're, they're thinking like, oh, well, I did a cleanse. Now I can eat dairy again. But that's actually not how health works, right? Because no. you're allergic to it. Yeah. Like it, this only like the cleanse, but it doesn't make it away. Why right? put it away? It doesn't you, fix the problem. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really up to you once you get that data to incorporate in, into your lifestyle, right? And so um, there are other things on that list that, like I found were not very triggering, like gluten was one of those things, but okay. I, I don't seem to have any triggers after mm. I eat, um, you know, items with gluten. And so I'm fine with that. And, and another one of those items I found was brewer's yeast. And I've always had reactions to alcohol. And so that uh -huh. just having that data told me like, okay, like my body does not like alcohol. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. So since then I've, I've cut out alcohol from my diet as well, just because when you get that data that, you know, your body does not like certain things you should listen to it oh, because totally. otherwise um yeah you might get certain yeah just for me it was pain that was the worst the worst thing and then also vomiting oh, wow. in the middle of the night which wow. is horrible so um i'm happy to report since then um yeah just my symptoms have have really gone down and i've learned to manage it and i think it's it's really all due to yeah getting that data that Dairy and I don't agree. So right. right, it's almost like a blessing in disguise. So if you think of alcohol and dairy, it's not good for you anyway. So <laughs> yeah. it's harder to no. give it up when no, you are aren't. like suffering from it anyways. Then if you're not allergic to it, you know, like I say, I'm not allergic to dairy or alcohol, but it just doesn't make me feel good, and I'm more ethical vegan anyways. So yeah, for me it's easier, but for some people it's harder, right? So when you have more like allergies i think it's like for you too right yeah With alcohol and dairy too right for alcohol you? dairy <laughs> yeah i those feel triggers. it was easier for you it was easier of to give up because of right? that yeah for sure yeah yeah because it doesn't make you feel good yeah so <laughs> anyways uh what inspired you to write your uh new book if you want to tell listeners little bit about your yeah so so interestingly it started with an intuitive reading i had uh, around the time of my birthday in 2021 the the reader said uh yeah those your spirit guides are saying you're gonna work on a book <laughs> this year and i went what like um like just i had no ideas for a book at the time but i just kept thinking about what i could possibly write about and um yeah and so i thought about like 
always being interested in marketing in general. And then as a new vegan, um, just what do vegan companies do to market themselves? And so I Googled to see if somebody had written a book about this and nobody had. The, the closest thing was Katrina Fox's Vegan Ventures. And that was really the only vegan business book in the world out there. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, uh, all right, well, I guess I got to write the second. And um, yeah, and she, she her book really inspired me. It was very much sim very similar to the format that I was thinking of doing, collecting a lot of case studies. And um, she had a few chapters about marketing. So I really wanted to take those few chapters she started with and expand that into a book. And so by October uh, 2021, I started sending out yeah requests requests for marketing stories, and by early January uh, 2022, the book was pretty much uh, written. Wow. wow. Quick. Yeah, that was a quick. You're, you're a fast writer. Sometimes it takes people ten well, years to write a and book. And you're so passionate about it. I think that's what it's, it's a natural, fire, it's right? An, it's always. It's always been a natural skill, um, but I had help, you know, without the stories of, so I, I was aiming for 50 stories. I got 47 back. Right. Um, and yeah. then I added another um, few dozen um, because I, like, I really wanted at least one example for every marketing tactic that I talked about in the book. So I just ended up pulling more from online and got permission to use those stories. And so in the end, there's roughly, uh, yeah, 80, 80 to 100 uh, businesses in total vegan businesses in total mentioned in the book wow that's amazing yeah so what are marketing secrets of vegan and plant-based businesses around the world in your opinion yeah well i am sorry to report that after <laughs> writing this book um there really are no secrets <gasps> I've, been several, I've been asked several times <laughs> how do vegan businesses market themselves differently than conventional businesses and the answer is we're all using the same tactics <laughs> we all have the same tools at hand um the only difference is with vegan businesses there might be some more education that's needed um and i find that a lot of vegan companies put this into their messaging anyway because why would you want to buy a plant-based meat alternative instead of the animal version. Right. And so these types of businesses, especially in food, right, need to do a bit of a bit more of education on why their option is better than eating animals. Um, and that's really the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, could you give uh, maybe some marketing? I know we don't want to give away Like you said, there wasn't any secrets, but I'm sure there's some marketing secrets of how people you can get your audience maybe more engaged in, say, your YouTube or your Instagram channel or something. Just just a quick little yeah. bit to tease them so they <laughs> so they want to get your book to learn more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what you'll get from my book is, um, like I really wanted to share all of the po possible tactics you could, you could, you could do and, and you could use to form your, your own strategy. Every company's strategy is different, right? Um, right. so from your, uh, your old school traditional advertising all the way up to, of course, digital marketing, and that is the biggest chapter. So that tells you that digital marketing, um, public relations as well. Um, those are the two biggest chapters. And so those are the tactics that most companies are using. And so in terms of Instagram, um, a couple of folks talked about the documenting style. So right. um, Kelly, Kelly Bennett, who's a creative um, director in New York City, she works with a lot of brands. Um, she kind of walks the talk. So she just tells people using Instagram, 
I, I believe Instagram stories and reels are her kind of tactics. And so she just tells people like what's going on in my business. And, and, and that documenting style really helps you to take your uh, audience on the journey with you right. with whatever you're doing in your business. And then uh, an example of a bigger company that does this really well is Midday Squares out in Montreal. Oh, I love Midday um, Squares. Oh, these ones. Yeah. Yeah, oh. They're, they're, I just thought they're of amazing. Aren't they, they good? I love, yeah. <laughs> so when I'm ever I'm just, working on the road, I'm like, I need a Midday Square. Midday or in the morning, when do you crave them? Uh, midday, like three o'clock. <laughs> get me through is. some overtime. Yeah. So right. it's already inspiring yeah. the word itself. I know, great, great name. <laughs> yeah. And then um, they, they just they they run their their content ship so well. So right. I tell the story in the book of how um, th their first hire uh, or one of their first hires on the operations side was a videographer because like they hired a videographer before their first salesperson wow. because they knew that documenting was going to be such an important part of their strategy. And many, you know, years later now, it shows how successful they've been able to be. Um, and, and yeah, and their followership, you know, they're huge fans, right? Like I was a fan of their content before I even tried their products. Yeah. And then when I found out that really good i'm okay i'm a super fan now right <laughs> um and they sh they share everything so wins they share their failures you know oh, all of the wow. cease and desist letters that they've gotten from from their competitors like Hershey <laughs> and Reese. um and of course they've got a podcast and so they they yeah they really do the documenting style um really well and uh, in terms of youtube i yeah many of the uh, or the contributors didn't really mention YouTube in terms of like how they use it. But I would say, um, yeah, similar to what I've been saying, right? Just um, just be really honest, you know, try and, and share engaging content that nobody else is sharing. And then, um, yeah, just do your best to drive people to your channel, right? right. Both um, in terms of making your channel aesthetically pleasing. You know, I come across YouTube channels where they don't have a banner, they don't have a logo. Yeah. Um, Branding. Like no thumbnails on their on their videos. And so it's really hard to know what they're about. Um, so yeah, just the tools are all there. Make sure you make your channel aesthetically pleasing when somebody arrives to your channel. And then of, of course, use all of the keywords um, that you're going to be used, that you're going to be found um, uh, with uh, in your title and your description, use, you know, use the tags feature, all of that stuff is there. Remember that YouTube is owned by Google. Right. And so it operates very much the same way as Google does. So you got you got to put, put put your keywords um, in there. Great points. Yeah, yeah great sure. points. So how about uh, you can maybe tell us a little bit about how on and offline tactics contribute to like a cohesive uh, marketing strategy? Yeah, so like I said, there's a combo of of, of both of those things in the book, right? So to give you a rundown of, of I'll, I'll give you a rundown of the, the content sure. to give you an idea. So chapter one is on marketing basics. And so things, I wasn't even going to write this chapter, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was inspired to just because of the stories that came in. And, and so things like, should I have the word vegan in my company name? Right. Um, you know, get research, customer service. So chapter one will give you all of sort, sort of those basics when you're starting out. Um, chapter two is on advertising and direct marketing. So again, off offline tactics. Um, chapter three is sales promotions, which can be both offline and online. Chapter four is public relations. Um, same similar thing. Very much. It, it it started off offline, but 
very much has turned into an online um, tactic. Um, chapter five is digital marketing. Chapter six is events and direct selling. So going back to that face face to face um, element, and I think that's so important, especially for vegan companies. Um, you know, e-commerce is is very much the way to go right now when you sell your products or services. Right. But sampling events, the, these sort of things, give you face to face contact with your customer, where you can both you know get direct feedback from them, and of course, um, yeah, get them to sample your product. Um, so that offline element is super important. Um, and then chapter seven, sort of a mishmash of different topics that that didn't really. Uh, warrant their their own chapter. Um, so how how companies pivoted during the pandemic, how they um, build their word of mouth strategy, um, diversity inclusion, the importance of that. I'm really proud of of that section. And then ending off with um, companies that marketed their vegan transition. So companies that weren't vegan before and then made that transition. So um, yeah, so that's that's an idea of what what you'll get from the book. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. So if anyone's thinking about switching to a vegan business definitely pick up this book yeah there's so many cool stories yeah because it's not easy you know yeah. switching your whole entire you know it's switching your marketing your your branding a bit it's a risk. you know it is a risk yeah. right so but if you do it smartly i think you could you could easily make your company even better than it was before yeah exactly and you know? with a good cause yeah and and it's, it's a great thing to make that transition as it is, but you definitely, again, we've been talking about documenting, share that journey with your customers and take them along that journey so that by the time you, you yeah, now you've got your your entire product supply chain is, is vegan, they, they have a reason to celebrate with you. So, so there's a whole marketing campaign you can do just around that. Do not forget that. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I think the more time passes and people recognize the importance of a vegan lifestyle, um, companies have to, to follow suit. And so, yeah, I, I would say if you're thinking about doing that or in the process of doing that, do not forget the the, the value of the marketing there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Do you do uh, any like private, um, like if someone like a company could maybe hire you to do like a transition like that? Or is that something you're looking to maybe get into if you're not? <laughs> You know, I th <laughs> I've thought about it yeah. because one of the contributors to my book, Meredith Marin, she runs a company called Vegan Hospitality, right. which mm -hmm. is, I mean, mostly hospitality focused. It trains anyone around the world if you want to take her program to help veganize their city. And, you know, that's going to be primarily with restaurants, restaurants, hotels, that kind of a thing. Right. right. Um, and I've, she's so amazing. And, and so many people have taken her program now. I think she over people in um, over 18 states in the U S it could be more by now. These are just the stats that I know from when she submitted her story and then 20 countries around the world. So, so she's really um, expanding. Yeah. Her expanding her reach globally. And I've thought of it. I was, I, you know, Vancouver <laughs> yeah, is no. quite a very vegan friendly city, Yeah, but there's still a lot of, of restaurants and I'm going to name the high end ones. Like it's, it's you folks that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're already like serving up 30, 40, $40 dishes. Right. But if you don't have a vegan option, what does that say about your restaurant? Like yeah. you can, you can cut up an animal and cook it and put it on a plate, but you can't do the same thing with vegetables. Like, <laughs> yeah, come exactly. on. Like, so, Not creative enough. So, uh, yeah, yeah so you I've, should be I've, a master I've, chef. I've thought, about, <laughs> I've thought about maybe taking Meredith's program and yeah, and, and doing that for Vancouver, but it's not something I'm, I've, I've yet taken serious steps okay. um, 
to do. Yeah, there's still time, I guess. I guess that leads into my next question about any future <laughs> yeah. goals that you're planning to, uh, to achieve in the near future. Um, I'm launching a couple new things. Uh, yeah, j just adding a few new services. So um, depending on w when this airs, it might already be up. Right. Um, yeah, n nothing too big. Um, but and then, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd really love to ghostwrite a book this year because um, ghostwriting is one of those things. Um, yeah, like I'd love to be a ghostwriter for for vegan authors. That's that's kind of one of my big career goals. Wow. And so I'm actually right now I'm actually um, ghostwriting a friend's memoir pro bono. Oh, wow. um, and I'm yeah, I'm really enjoying that process. And so we hop on Zoom, we record um, them telling their story, and then I go and transcribe and clean that up for the manuscript. And yeah, it's just really enjoying that process. And so, um, yeah, if there are any folks out there, you think you have a great story to tell in a book, in book form, um, and you need a ghostwriter, <laughs> like you're not the type of person who's going to sit at your laptop. Um, yeah, reach out to me because I'd love to work with you. Hey, Ritual, if you're listening... Yeah, maybe us. Sandra's the right <laughs> yeah, person. Yeah, I don't have time to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm right. sure he's got Or Pamela plans, Anderson, but, uh, after her documentary. Yeah, maybe I'm Pamela sure. might be giving you a call. Yeah, she's a local. <laughs> I, I, think she, I think she's already put out oh, a memoir. She already put I think out that her memoir? Maybe she needs another yeah, yeah. one after her Netflix documentary. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know? she's got to keep the role going. Yeah, you want to do part two? I mean, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so uh, where can the listeners find you and where can they pick up your book? Um, all roads point to my name, sandranamoto.com. Um, yeah, it's so it's available in ebook, paperback, audio. Um, I put all those links on my site. So just hop onto my products page and you'll find them all there. Awesome. Great. Yeah, we'll put it in the show links, make sure people can, can find you. And if they want to get a hold of you to ghost write a book, we'll make sure they yeah. can contact you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the, co the great content creators right here. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for being on our show and we really value your Yeah, it was a time. pleasure having you this morning, Sandra. And uh, yeah, we wish you all the best in your endeavors and keep on writing. Yeah, all the best. <laughs> and we're so Thanks proud so of much. you. Thanks so much. This is a, a real pleasure. Thanks, Julia. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Take you care. so much. Take care, eh, Sandra? Bye. Have a great you day. You too. Ciao. Bye.